It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. the shutdown full cast you are listening live to the internet's only podcast uh i am joined tonight wow yeah i said it only podcast okay so there's you 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 take that ira glass you had us on your show look what happened we done snatched your chain this is the only (laughs) podcast there is I appreciate that Godfrey gets on a new show and Spencer, reckless that he is, immediately just starts bashing left and right every chance he gets to keep Godfrey down. That's my, again, all I am here to do is to keep the graduates of Old Miss from succeeding in life because I'm the one that's doing that. And he pronounced it Old Miss. Did y'all hear that? Old Miss. Old Miss. <laughs> I did. Good Lord, the disrespect. Oh, I am Spencer Hall. Joining me as always is my co-host Jason Kirk. Say hello, Jason. Hi. Uh, so is canon now that Split Zone Duo is the only college football podcast, and we are the only podcast. We're the only. Um, you know what? Maybe it's that's, time that's to class up. Do we just yeah, grab think, it? Well, yeah. I think that. I think that's. I think that's what's taking place. So that's the next. Or I maybe we just move up to being the only football podcast. Like, is mm. that it? Or do we just jump rank completely? Yeah, we're, yeah split, we're, we're way past that already. 
Split Zone Duo is more of like an, an Algonquin round table for the earbuds. I can go with that. Let's go ahead and I want to get straight to the most important news of the week because we're actually already kind of in an actual football week. There are games that will happen and we could preview those, but I kind of want to look at the big picture and I want to look at Spencer, the you most said important. We're in an actual football week. Do you want to tell everybody what week you thought it was yesterday? Five. I thought it was week five. No, you said three. And then you worked your way up to five, and it is week six. I just want fin- to keep everybody else. I just want to keep everybody else surprised of where we are in Spencer time. Do you know how awesome it is being completely off the calendar like I am, being totally yeah. unstuck in time? Yeah, I do. It's it's wonderful. So I'm looking at the standings, and I'm seeing three and zero, two and zero, one and one, zero and zero, four and zero. I think any number between zero and four is fine and then if you want to tack on other numbers to bring it up to six or let's say seven let's call it eight any number between zero and eight i think is fine thank you i'm content to let spencer decide what week it is like for the rest of the year (laughs) this was you got me on that and i was helping my kid with math today and they're doing that thing where they have like number grids and they're moving over and they're like what could equal 10 and i was like this is very challenging wait they're making kids play sudoku sudoku kind of oh it's one, one way in which they're doing number theory, right? Another one would be trying to get me to use a calendar, something that I'm pretty sure most second graders could embarrass me on. So thanks. I, I, I appreciate the support, Jason, for being totally unstuck in time. Yeah. Now, so if you were to get into a calendar battle with a second grader, how do those rounds unfold? Like, um, calendar skills. What, I, I'm just trying to picture which of those are like a battleable. No, we it's a it's a five day it's like a cricket match, it's like a test match. Mm-hmm. Right? It's five days long and every single day we show up and we have to say what the day and the time is. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Right. Right? I, I that, got I got the second graders, uh they're minus a thousand in this one. That's where we're setting the odds. I'll tell you, do you wanna know why you always need a second grader as an accomplice if you're gonna do a heist? Or some kind of shenanigans because you're going to need to lose a weapon you're going to need to lose some equipment you're going to need to lose some evidence do you know who can lose something more effectively than any other creature known to man a second grader a second grader will drop a lego straight in the floor and it'll evaporate like it hit like seriously like it hit the flu just poof gone harry potter finished you tell the i've kid. watched I, I need you to put the put the nail file and the glass cutter <laughs> on your you know on your nightstand. That's where we need it, right? Guaranteed, yeah. it's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. Law of thermodynamics no, I, ain't shit. I have watched my son drop something on the ground. I have tracked it on the ground, and I have watched it completely disappear from my vision. <laughs> Just <laughs> gone. And the thing that he, the thing that lost, of course, will be something of dear value and completely unfindable. Just, just like, like I need that special Lego piece that's approximately the size of a Tic Tac. Oh, it's, it, it went to another dimension, completely. So yeah, get a second grader on your crew. Am I telling you to take a, your local second grader and make him commit, or at least an accessory to a major crime? No, because guess who's going to find out about it if a second grader is getting rid of the evidence? Nobody. It'll be gone forever. 
there's nothing that they could pick up in Zoom school that they really couldn't learn in uh, America's crime farm system. That's true. Like farm actually, crime. The, farm. <laughs> farm. Oh, I like that. What's, what's the What's the literary thing? It's not alliteration where the words end in the same sound. A assonance. Near, a near rhyme. I thought assonance was alliteration, but for verbs. It is for uh, for vowels. Okay. Right. Or for about that's what I meant. God, words have meanings. Yeah, farm crime. Farm crime is farm crime is by the way the most underexploited true crime genre. We don't do enough farm crime because I I did read an article. There are still cattle rustlers. Donkey Damn. arson. Don oh. Good lord. I, was, I, I, was <laughs> I feel like don farm crime. I feel like donkeys was... donkeys at least appreciate that. Right. I was thinking about <laughs> just like <laughs> donkeys are like, yeah, that's how you get even, man. Good donkeys job. Are like, what? What a fucking way to go. You Respect. Said farm crime, and I was thinking just appending farm-like words to the end of crimes. Yo, because you set a cow on fire, and a cow's gonna go, "I am but a sweet cow. Why would you do that?" If you set a donkey on fire, it's gonna be like, "Yeah, I do it too." Yeah, I hated donkey, me. A donkey is like uh, sickos looking in the window. Ha ha. Yes. <laughs> I wish I could do that, but I don't have hands. <laughs> um, we do actually have an important football story that I'm going to share with you. It's it's uh, relevant to everything I think we are as a podcast, and I think as a nation, at our best. It's from the Detroit News, and the dateline is October 6th today, published at 4.17 p.m. Michigan kicks off the abbreviated Big Ten football season at Minnesota on October 24th. But Jim Brandstatter, who handles the radio play-by-play, -play, and analyst Dan Deerdorf and the broadcast crew, won't be there. Instead, there'll be an empty Michigan stadium calling the game off television monitors. I'm so I cannot... I, I can't think of a happier story in 2020... Then Dan Deerdorf and Jim Brandstad are finally getting the run of the place to themselves, getting the ideal, getting the dream, getting to call a game as Baldorf and Sackler, our beloved college football dads, alone in Michigan Stadium Sorry, watching the game Baldorf? on TV. Baldorf and Sackler. All right, just check. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, it feels good to get into that warm up again. Yes, my favorite broadcast team in all of college football, Brandstatter and Deerdorf, who our valued IMG colleagues. Yes, our valued IMG colleagues, who coworkers. I'm sure value even. us as colleagues just as much as we value them. <laughs> they have definitely heard of the hat that was associated with the thing we said about the thing they say. We can definitely go that far. We can't. The uh, they're. One of their daughters, I am told, uh, listened to the show. If she's still listening, I'm really sorry for her, but also hello. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but also hello. I. It didn't I sound sultry until you said it. I also cannot wait to just hear these two guys openly muse about watching from an empty Michigan stadium. Well, we got the run of the place. You want to set up cornhole? I'm we could just you, put it right here. Each one shows up with his own individual crock pot, already warm, 
plugs it in next to the because there's going to be some distance, right? They can't just the original idea I had was you know they have a crock pot of chili between them and just like a trash bag of corn chips and they can dip <laughs> as they talk. You know, how, well, you worked in a movie theater, right? You've seen the size bags that they put popcorn in to move it to the satellite concession stands. It's like a yeah. bag. That well, remember, full of corn uh, chips, uh, mm-hmm. and they're they're dipping it out. But also, that's a little bit unsanitary. We're still, I hope, in a place like Michigan, trying to practice proper COVID protocols. So, plexiglass divider, separate crock pots, uh, and separate bags of chips, and our our precious boys will be all all warm and toasty and safe. I enjoy this though. When you said garbage bag full of corn chips. I immediately thought, well, it has to be one of the clear ones because the black one's a trash bag. But the classy food-related one, that's the clear one. <laughs> I don't know why. That's that's my old movie theater employee being like, that's how you know it's food. Mm. You put the food in the garbage bag that's clear, and then it's not garbage. So that it's clear that it's food. See? There's also a potential time enough at last scenario here where, like, one of them drops the crock pot as it gets there and the national anthem is concluding and he looks up at the camera. There's chili everywhere. He has nothing to dip his chips in and he just goes, that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> I've been waiting for Michigan Stadium to be empty all my life. And now, no. Plenty of we room just... in the stands to run those goddamn crossing routes. Back and forth all across section 34A. I'm going to watch this game start to... Wait, do we know, does it say in the article how we can partake of the Michigan feed while this is happening? Do we have to go serious? Cerber, do you know? How do we take in our beloved IMG colleagues during this game? Uh, you can subscribe to their game day app, the Michigan game day app, or um, tune in. You can listen to the Michigan... Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Sorry, I wasn't quite listening because there's a Smart. clip of That's Jim Brandstatter saying Happy Halloween that I wanted to send to you guys, and I was clipping what? it. What? Yeah, oh, it's coming. Yeah, just yeah, just put that right in after this when we're done yeah, with thank it. Thank you, guys. Right? Just, just paste it over wherever you like. Just, yeah, many, just loop it, yeah, actually, over this audio. Between, could that be when we're talking about something that we're not supposed to be talking about? Uh, just like a hotkey? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that could be our hotkey. We have a lot of shows between now and Halloween, now that we're at two shows a week, which we should probably talk about in a minute. Hey, uh, hey. But every time between now and Halloween that we have to bleep somebody, uh, I mean, we tried to kill Henry Kissinger, so I don't know what we would bleep at this point, but we, we should put our boy Jim in there. Happy Halloween. I, I really cannot wait for this to happen. And cannot encourage you enough uh, not just doing this because obviously they're co-workers of ours now, but because uh, I like listening to the radio feed anyway of games if I can, and if it, syn- if it syncs up reasonably well. One weird side effect of streaming games now, the delay on the radio now almost perfectly matches up with the delay on whatever streaming service I'm using to watch football. So now I have to adjust it even less than ever before. So thank you, delays of technology and moving backwards. If you can all move backwards at the same time, I won't have to actually tweak the radio slash TV sync all that much. But of all of the radio feeds you could listen to, I really can't encourage Michigan enough. What a treat. 
Speaking of tweaks in technology, do you want to talk about why we are being beamed to our listeners for the second time this week? Oh, we are being beamed to our listeners because uh, we are going to do a mailbag episode. A kind of unusual mailbag episode. Not an unusual episode. mailbag. I would argue the only correct mailbag in the purest sense of the term on God's green internet. So, Jason, typically how does a mailbag episode work? On our show or in uh, on, on like functional shows? I mean functional shows that do a lesser job by doing things correctly. On, on half-assed shows that strive to be the full cast. Uh, well, Ner- typically nerds. that would in- involve a number of questions between three and, uh, who knows, 10, 20? Yeah, uh, somewhere around that. And, uh, so usually... more properly called a male's bag, right? Yes, a male's bag. What a disturbing collision of words that is. I don't think there's anything weird You're about one, that at all. You're the one who said Sackstatter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sa- yeah, mm. brand brand. You're, you're saying it's hey, what is a mailbag episode after all? But sack time. Oh uh, wow! I, I yeah. also so about our football uncles. One last thing. Um, football mm-hmm. uncles. Um, mm-hmm. So the traditional football uncle. The social distancing thing, all right? They're they're not really all that in on it. Um, they took the CDC guideline as like, well, fuck that. We're going to smash our faces together. Whereas Brandstatter and Deerdorf, I believe enough in them to believe that they view this as license to finally distance themselves as much as possible. The big house is a big house, and I believe these fellas will take full advantage of that. Like, you know, love oh. you, buddy. Can barely see you. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be on opposite sides of the field. Yeah. They're, they're going to like Lucy and Desi this. <laughs> this is the proper respect a man should show to his good friend. Hey, are you, a stadium. Are you still these, in here? <laughs> I know these men both have families, but is it so bad that I imagine them sleeping in twin beds? No. Like no, in they the sleep, same room. Like Bert and Ernie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, and they sleep in pajamas that they button up all the way to the top button. Yeah, all the way. Of course they do. Anything else yeah. would be weird. Bert Statter and Erndorf. Ern Derndorf. Ern Derndorf. Derny. Derny. It, you know what? I'm now going to. They're I'm never now going to talk to us at this rate. Never. And I don't blame them. They do each now, Saturday. What an ecstatic! <laughs> what an ex- no, What an ecstatic vision I'm having of the two of them having cookies and milk with little nightcaps on before oh, bed. Oh, no, they wear that. Their pajamas are striped and the nightcaps are long and pointy. <laughs> yeah, and they have the Michigan <gasps> like the Michigan stripe on them. Yeah. I'm picturing like full flap eared, um, like. Uh, quail hunting hat for oh, sleep. That's a good, like northern exposure style i like this yeah just the sleepy time bear but with dan deardorff's head so if you could go ahead and the only photoshop sleepy time bear we recognize in this house frankly the first one to photoshop that and send that to uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh and, and send it to uh we have a lot of accounts <laughs> Let's go with Moon Crew LLC account again. Sure, uh, there we go. Godfrey, tell him to send it to us. Yeah, do that. <laughs> launder it, launder it through. So here's what you have to do. Um, you have to get 
Godfrey to forward this meme along to the Moon Crew account, all right? And you will win. Uh, maybe we'll give you a retweet <laughs> or something. Sure, you'll get one one retweet <laughs> as a treat. Actually, actually, do you know what I have? Do you know what I have that I can send the winner of this contest? What do you have? Uh, via our dearly departed sponsor, Cowbucker, RIP, I have a spanking new, never been worn, Clemson colored Zach time hat. I will, say, wow. I will personally mail this to the winner. Okay, Perfect. this is good. This is yeah. good. Uh, by the way, one of the best tweets of all time is that Sleepy Time Bear. And somebody going like, yo, he fucked up off that Sleepy Time. <laughs> Showing the bear like, oh. And like the longer the you. <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, go ahead. <laughs> I like the one about going to the Celestial Seasonings Facebook page and, <laughs> and telling them like uh, something like fucked up happened and uh, and and none of them care and it ends with like very difficult to rile that fan base <laughs> what, i have gone not off, seen this two gone off the sleepy time <laughs> sorry <laughs> the, the 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 tea the, the tea culture not not gossip but literally tea apparently oh. it's about as tranquil as it gets online <laughs> this is this is just one step forward towards becoming a, an old frisbee guy like an old California Frisbee guy. What do you do? I run in short shorts. I shop at organic grocery stores. I, uh, I protest a lot. I have, um, I have a lot of fishing shirts, but they're colorful fishing shirts. And I'm going off that sleepy time tea. 9, p- 9 p.m., bam! I'm out. Gone off it. We have, uh, let's see, I believe we have, at one point, Ryan Nanny may just drop in, y'all. Hi. Hi! Oh my god! Look at our sleepy time bear. I'm the sleepy time bear. Now, <laughs> a question about the timing of that. Yeah. Well, Ryan... I've been on for like five minutes. Just okay, so okay. Oh, okay. you've been waiting like double dutch. Okay. How polite yeah. waiting to be introduced like a, like a visiting royal. I was also, um, I was also reading up on Deerdorf and Brandstatter. And the only fact I really want to share with you <clears throat> is that their, na- their wives' names are, I'm going to make sure I get this right, because it's important. Family wait, wait, everything. do you want to guess first? I want to say Janice and Janine. That's Is that your guess? Wait, no, Denise and Janine. Yeah. Okay. Can, are we all get? Or is this a... Sure. They're I'm going to guess they're both Marjorie. Ooh. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Meg and Lisa. Um, I guess, I guess Jason was closest. <clears throat> Dan wow. is married to Debbie. Deerdorf, and um, Jim is married to uh, a woman named Robbie, who I believe uh, was like a local broadcaster in Detroit for a long ass time, and that's where they met. Aww. Yeah, Robbie Tim- Robbie Timmons, who graduated from Ohio State University. Oh, oh a house divided. Me. That's right. James Carville doesn't know shit. So, no, you're telling me that in addition to all of his other many fine qualities, our boy is also a diplomat. That's right. Uh, they met in 1975 while anchoring TV newscasts together at, um, at an NBC affiliate in Lansing, that's, Michigan. Yeah. This oh, is what the so newsroom sweet. should have been about. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been about Brad Statter. This is so superior. Um, I, also got, learned, I also learned that Jim Brandsetter has written two books. Tales from Michigan Stadium and Tales from Michigan Stadium Volume 2. 
Yes. I was really hoping that one of them would be about war, but this is the closest <laughs> thing. So I, hey. I, it's, it is interesting that it is not tales of Michigan football or tales of watching Michigan no. football. Is this no. like, uh, I got in a fight in the parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> just or maybe just random shit that happened like one time dropped my keys in the toilet had to get my friend frank in there with the snake pulled it out pretty big day like is one this time day old dave next to me farted so huge we had to open the press box window a squirrel got into the pipes <laughs> my pipes in my throat <laughs> i had to call the whole damn game Fortunately, it was that Iowa. Squirrel, that squirrel's a hell of a guy. I got to tell you, we go ice fishing now twice a year. <laughs> His name's Great Dennis. fella. That squirrel's name was Jim Trussell. <laughs> I, think, I think I would rather have a squirrel living in my tree than um, call Lions games for 31 years, as Jim Brandstatter did. Damn. Oh, my God. Is he the toughest man alive? He did this from 1987 until July 2018. And I want you to think how much the world has changed between 1987, which is, like, not far from when Holly and Jason and I were born and very far from when uh, when Spencer was born. It's true. To 2018. (laughs) Like, so much. Like, we all basically became the people we are today. The world changed in radical ways that nobody could have foreseen. And the lions, the lions remained exactly the same. Didn't change a bit. I'm, now you said, oh my you said, God. So look at this. All right. Look at this. All right. All right. 2008, Detroit Lions record. Remember that? Mm-mm. That's that was right. The it's, 16 it's the 0 and 16 year. That Rodney year, Michigan okay. went yeah. 3 and 9. <laughs> Oh my God! Jim Brandstatter no. called every bit of it. He called five straight Wolverines losses amidst sixteen straight Lions losses. Wow! The man is unstoppable. For a second, yeah. I thought you were suggesting that the Lions and Michigan's were like had some kind of Elliot and ET relationship. <laughs> when you when you hurt, I hurt. Uh, I hope they, I hope Jim might. Brandstatter caused the financial might, yeah. crisis in two thousand eight because he was so sick of watching these games. <laughs> By yeah, God, with, I'll tank the whole market so I'd have to watch this goddamn crap. With sincere apologies to the estate of Langston Hughes, that man's soul has seen sucky rivers. <laughs> I really can like I this can I tell you by the yeah go ahead just real quick the 2008 Lions schedule the bye week was week four which means they oh, had, no. <laughs> oh, no. they had 13 straight weeks with losses okay I'm done looking at their schedule wow maybe oh, they'll God. get it together after the bye week maybe wow. it'll clear oh no everything's gonna be different now you'll see I would like you I would like by the way to say that Jim Brandstatter may be the smartest person ever associated with the Lions because everyone else who was with the Lions for a substantial amount of time, quit mid-season and quit suddenly. Sure. Right? Everybody. Uh, so Barry Sanders, Calvin mm-hmm. Johnson, Bobby Ross, a number of different players have Jim all at one the, point. I'm sorry, what? <clears throat> uh, soon to be Matt Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Patricia's just going to go north. They're going to be like, where'd he go? And they're like, he bugged out and went to Canada like it was Nam or something. He crossed he the just, border on foot. Yeah. He, said he, he said he's SEAL Team 12. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, SHIELD Team 12. So if you look up in week like week 11 and you see Matt Patricia on the Patriots sideline with no explanation, like, Dad, just let me back in. Yeah, <laughs> that's SEAL Team 12, by the way, is 12-pack. That That's why. Um, the 
number of players who quit, like a number of, of Lions luminaries, all quit midseason. Ryan, please remind us, when did Jim Brandstatter look up at the calendar and say, I can't do this shit anymore? July. It looks like it was July. That's correct. Yeah. He is the smartest man because he didn't even get to the season before he was like, oh, I can feel the gorge in my gut rising. I can't do this anymore. Jesus. <laughs> Spending all summer, every he summer. kept it. He kept it from ruining his summer because he got Jim, like halfway. Jim, what? it's important to listen to your body at all times. <laughs> he got you know halfway what? through the summer. It was like, no, no, I'm gonna go back out in the boat and not fear walking into whatever I have to call on Sundays. I'm out. Wellness this- starts in the mind. <laughs> this is this is actually. Um, <clears throat> I think he knew it was coming because week one of. Oh, 2018. No, yeah. Week one of 2018, the uh, the Detroit Lions hosted the New York Jets, and they lost 48 to 17. Yikes. Yep. Whoo. My God. I'm emotionally exhausted from thinking about I this. I love that we don't even really have to know what year that is to know that that's terrible. <laughs> um, that is, yeah, that's Sam Darnold's rookie year. That's Sam Darnold's Yikes, first. Man. That's Sam Darnold's in Sam Darnold's first game. He went to Detroit, and he and the Jets beat the Lions by thirty-one points. Does this mean there was a moment when all of us, perhaps including those of us on this show who pay attention to the NFL, that we, that we said, "Hey, this Sam Darnold thing's going to work." Probably. Like, yeah. did we do that for an entire Sunday? No, it's because... always darkest just before it goes pitch black. Jason, your your premise. Um, your premise is based on the idea that we all decided to watch a Jets Lions game. Well, we would certainly see the score. Oh wait, I'm sorry. It was on Monday Night Football. <laughs> there you no, have it. We probably we, we probably did. The be- so the best oh. part of this game is that at one point, early in the third quarter, the Lions uh, tied the game, and then. Throughout the rest of the third quarter, the Jets scored 31 unanswered points. Hmm. I don't see anything weird about that. All you need to know about the Lions is this, that like we celebrate Thanksgiving by honoring America, by putting a franchise that's like not only known for decades of mediocrity at this point and wasting two of at least two of the greatest position players in the history of the league. But in addition to that, they are owned by a family that at one point within the century openly supported the American Nazi party. I mean, That's insane. What? Look around, buddy. How insane. I mean, some of, how, is, how insane we talking here? So if we're talking failures and Nazis, that does line up well with like the original Thanksgiving story. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm not saying it's not America, but you're like, we salute America by giving you the Detroit Lions. And I'm like, oh, God. Thank you. Thank you for this dose of the plague. Do you know who they play this year on Thanksgiving? Uh, Please don't say the Chiefs. <laughs> the Jets? No, no. The Jets? No, although, although, Holly, Washington football team does play on Thanksgiving. This year. Uh, <laughs> oh! That's horrible. Okay. They're going to be playing such as it is. That's progress. No, yeah, it's 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 a good choice. Um, <sighs> Detroit is hosting the Houston Texans. No, <laughs> yes, yes. This is a terrific NFL podcast. Who will be coached at that back. time by Dan Quinn? That's right. 
I, I adore I, college football so much because we have a guy like Bill O'Brien who everybody at Penn State's like, you know what? Stand up guy. Pretty great guy. And he goes to the NFL and it's a completely different universe. They're like, toilet man. Absolute poop monster. Waste of space. Everyone at Penn State's like, ah, he's pretty good. We like that guy. And everyone in Houston's like, turn him into cow feed. <laughs> Throw him in with the pigs. Homefieldapparel.com brings It's you time. <laughs> Just let him go. <laughs> the latest yeah. in comfortable t-shirt fashions uh, up this week. Is it Florida State Week? <sighs> the yeah. timing. You know what? I'm Hey, hey, hang on. Hang on, Gator Boy. You get to talk about this enough. I'm going to turn this particular moment over to our other Gator alum on the podcast who had a really interesting point to make about the origins of home field apparel and how this really is like coming home. So home field, you know, when, when it, when we first found it, at least one of the appeals of, uh, of this brand was that they had smaller schools, schools that were hard to find other places, schools that were really interesting. Like it was kind of like digging through a cool record crate and you know, we've we've loved seeing them grow and we've loved seeing them add the pits and the Michigan states and the Auburns of the world. But it's just nice that they're like, okay, let's go back to like that classic niche, small, not even like are they gonna play in a bowl game? They're not even eligible for a bowl game. It's not how it works here. They're about they're about like, you know, the small craft of football you've never heard of and don't wanna and, and can't watch. And that's Florida State. And that's what I love about it is that you get these classic like, oh, Florida State-Jacksonville State rivalry game? Cool. Like, let's launch an apparel section based on that alone. Like, I love that game. I love to see that every every year to see is this the year when, you know, the Knowles can finally, can finally get the right side of that rivalry. And this year it was. And that's why I think there's great things ahead for Mike Norvell at the D2 level. Well, I have makes, really thank, cool. Thank like, you, Ryan, and thank you, Jason and Spencer, for holding space for that. I just thought that was a really valuable perspective. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. I mean, you you know, Jinkos are are coming back. Uh, <laughs> starter jackets N- have Nazis, been cool for a while. Again, are incredibly fashionable right now. Well, I'm just thinking of '90s things, right? Ah, like, gotcha. You know, '90s okay. fashions are just popping up all over the place. And uh, what is more '90s fashionable than a Florida State University football shirt? You will be the coolest person of 1993 and therefore yes. the coolest person of 2020. Um, I will tell you this, that if you really, and I say this with all sincerity, are a Florida State fan because we're all not perfect and you can feel it in your bones and you really want to rep it, when will you have a better opportunity to demonstrate your absolute and total loyalty to the program than by buying a Florida State t-shirt right now in this program's history. Right now, in this moment, when Florida State is currently subterranean in terms of quality and in terms of outlook. When you are below the water table and looking up and going, man, it's, it's real dark right now. Well, what better time to go ahead and rep hard for your school and show everybody that you're not the die hard but you're the survive hardest that you're the one who's going to take to these streets in a florida state shirt and say yeah 
Sure, we just lost seventy-two to nothing to Wake Forest, but I'm still here. I can't that be the killed. Score? That's the did... score. That's the score to be to come. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. So FSU fan, what you're you are you are familiar with this? Each week you will be the greatest sad fan meme of the week. That is your role as an FSU fan. When you appear in that meme, you know the, the shirtless guy reading a book been done the glitter guys it's been done the glitter guys wear masks that's amazing they're the only people in <laughs> tallahassee who do the the last survivors in tallahassee would be the glitter guys um do you want to be in that meme frozen in time forever when you get blasted off the field by virginia do you want to look your best do you want to do it in a comfortable gray hoodie i think you do i think that's the right choice the other Home thing I like, the other thing i like about um i haven't seen and i I'll be honest, I don't want to see it. Don't send it to me, Connor. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen Sorry. what the collection looks like, but I'm betting it's not going to be plastered with large all caps, like rah-rah phraseology that looks really stupid when your team is getting, like it doesn't, you don't want to wear a Florida State unconquered shirt when yeah, your cause. team is losing 36-10. <laughs> To Virginia Tech. That sucks. So just this way, you get to support your team. You get to wear something very comfortable. And you don't have to walk around saying, I don't understand what words mean. Yeah. Also, by the way, when you're caught in the stands hitting an open tank of nitrous, right? (laughs) One, nobody's going to get on you because you're wearing a mask, right? They didn't say what kind of mask. Yeah. (laughs) Which that's what I want, by the way, is I want somebody in a spanking, crisp, clean, flattering. Like maybe you've been going to the gym. Maybe you got them traps popping. I guarantee you the fit on home fields, well tailored, like a portion shirts. It's going to look fantastic and it's going to feel fantastic. You know what else is going to feel great? Hitting that tank of nitrous when you're losing by 40 on air on national TV. Mom's going to be so proud that you chose a drug that's like vintage retro. Dentists use it. If dent and dentists make great money. How yeah. in the confluence of Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss at a Kentucky game did we not get somebody in full gas mask vaporing at that contest? Yet. All right. I mean, I we could. I'm still no, waiting. Just, on I'm full- saying I feel like we just missed our best shot. Some guy who social distances by making his immense vape rig his surroundings, like he takes up the like other four, more- like the bad guy from Mad Max Fury <laughs> Road, but with vaping. <laughs> yeah, Morton Joe, but for yeah. Ole Miss. <laughs> Listeners out there, if you are if you are vape bane, go ahead and send <laughs> us your. <laughs> Go ahead and send us a photo of your Bane vape rig. and um... If you were born in the dankness. Uh, sir, I'm going to need you to take that off. It would be very painful. It would be. It would not be very based. Uh, you, anyway, you use offer code FULLCAST for 20% off your yeah. first order at Home Field Apparel. And if you're a Seminole fan, you're going to want to keep that extra money because Florida State will be hitting you up for it when they're paying, I don't know, Josh Heupel's buyout in three years. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Go Knowles. You don't ever get enough credit for being the mean one, right? I'm sorry, yeah. Okay. Now I'm just hearing in my head, flim flam, bim bam, old miss, spy dam. <laughs> Are you ready, Gotham? <laughs> no one oh, knew yes. who I was hey. until the 1980s. Bane wouldn't have respected <laughs> Colonel Reb either because he doesn't like quitters. That's true. I... 
I saw the light. Do you feel in charge? It's all Miss Football, babe. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> Every game we don't feel in charge. <laughs> by, by the way, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Just one little note before we get into our actual mailbag question here. I cannot wait to watch Old Miss Alabama this weekend because there's no chance that Old Miss is going to beat Alabama, but they're going to freak him out for about three or four minutes in this game, and all that PTSD is going to come just flooding back to Bama fans' veins. 11 quarterbacks on the field. Yeah. <laughs> 11 quarterbacks on so the field. What I picture is Lane's playbook, is uh, his game plan for this week is 80 trick plays. All right. But then there's yep. five regular plays and he's going to do those five plays. Well, Nick Saban just sits there and boils. I know this little shit. Is <laughs> and he's going to kind of snort and snicker the whole time, too. I yeah. Hope. Yeah. Lane looks down at the game plan and goes like, tee That's a good one. And then he calls the play in and it's a it's a it's a draw. And Saban's yeah. like, this bastard is he knows the trick plays are coming. I and hope. Then they, and then they never happen. I hope this the, is the, the coaching version of I'm not touching you. I hope yeah. the audibles are all things that Lane knows from personal experience are eating at Nick Saban. Like you just see the quarterback get down and be like, replace the tile in the half bathroom, replace the tile in the half bath. And Nick Saban just like, oh, been meaning to do that for months. I mean, <laughs> if all the calls are things Nick Saban hates, the quarterback just gets out there and yells, Lane Kiffin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw... But in the Green Bay Atlanta game, Aaron Rodgers called out hard count <laughs> yeah, as the hard yeah. count. Liter literal like, hard like, count. Like a fucking Pokemon. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really a deep throw. Pass. I really hope that I really hope that Lane Kiffin makes Matt Corral do that. Just like, hey, yell out what you're gonna do before you sure. do it. Right? Sure. Like bootleg riding. Pass! <laughs> charging. <You're> charging! <laughs> like Throwing how, the like, ball away. Like how seven-year-olds play football, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. like announcing their own plays. Except yeah. if it's Old Miss, Matt Corral's going to have to go, intentional grounding! <laughs> Being sacked! <laughs> Game-killing interception! <laughs> Disappointed! <laughs> Yeah, the, the Kevin Sorbo offense. That's what we're running. Re read your cues out loud, man. You know, not this whole like, ooh, I got to do 48 lines of code like John Gruden does. It's a West Coast offense call. No, man, read the script. Literally like, read the script. I like this because then when Ole Miss gets blown off the field, Lane will just be like, well, they had all the – I mean, frankly, I'm I'm surprised they didn't score more. Yeah, may maybe if we hadn't tipped them off on every play on purpose, they would have kept it within 38. But I think with the, and no, then the amount of information like, that we gave them. The media is like, yeah, we should drop Alabama in the rankings. But that's what Nick Saban <laughs> wants. So it really works all in his favor. Why is the entire offensive line out there with their jock straps on? This is really – I don't even think that's legal. Arts art. Just just pan just pan. <laughs> Terrible shotgun snap. I, Horrible yeah. shotgun snap. Uh this week's question, we've chosen one. It's from at Sedna underscore five one. And the question is What's the best team to support for somebody totally new to college football? Note, please define best in whatever way you please. <sighs> hmm. 
Do we want to do a Do we want to do a round of recommendations? We can do a round table. We can we can workshop this. I have, I can start, because now we've done this before, right? When we picked out a team for Dan Devine. Yes, we we've and done. Then this we gave before. him West Virginia. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, sorry, Dan. But that we was for a specific person, and this is this is less tailored, more universal, right? Yeah, and I'm going to try to get it right, and and as right as I can. That is also and unlike this show, so that will also be different. I want to do this. I want to do it for somebody who um, I don't want to assign them. I don't want to give them a Sisyphean task of rooting for a team that's going to be perennially bad. So I, I can't do that. I can't say, oh, you should definitely be a Vanderbilt fan because being a Vanderbilt fan is a lonely, hard road. The highs aren't very high and the lows are consistent, abundant, and very, very low. So I can't it's like, make it's like a being fan. a vampire hunter. It's very lonely. <laughs> it's the Van Helsing of college football bases, right? That's, what the, that's where the V and the that's what the V and the logo is for. It's Van Helsing. It's not Vanderbilt. They're Commodores because they're sailing to Hungary to hunt a notorious <laughs> vampire. Sailing from Nashville. Sailing from Nashville down to Cumberland. <laughs> Uh, which a Vanderbilt fan would do, right? Yeah, we're yeah. sailing down the Cumberland. It's going to be great. No, um, so I can't do that for you. And I want to give a team that's going to give you a broad, uh, a, a good taste of a broad selection of college football's color peculiarities and locale. So I want to get a team that sees cool shit and visits a number of different places that are all unique and interesting so i, I got to get a team that you know is in a conference where there's a lot of that but they also play some out of conference games so we definitely need that so not florida not florida florida's out because we do not travel right so who am i going to give you if i was going to give you somebody okay well you might travel you want to be consistent but you know i'm not even going to put the pressure of championships on you and i want a team that travels so Locally speaking, I, I was going to go ahead and say this. I think giving someone to Ohio State, Ohio State might be a pretty good call for a team to follow because I they do disagree they, with this. But okay, go ahead. Go ahead. They go do, ahead. Okay, so they do schedule out of conference pretty well. They usually end up with a marquee game like every other year or so. They get a good home and home. They still schedule those. They win pretty consistently. You will get a national title every now and then. You'll get conference titles pretty consistently. You won't necessarily have the most interesting things to watch in your own stadium. There's a few things, right? There's a little bit of color there. But you're going to get to go around the Big Ten and see some interesting stuff. You have a great rivalry in terms of a rivalry with Michigan. And there's a lot of you, right? <laughs> I really thought he was going to say Penn <laughs> yeah. State. I, I thought really thought he was going to say Penn I State. I thought you were going to say Michigan State. <laughs> I was really hedging there because I couldn't figure out... I actually did a triple move because I was like, well, I could play fake it and then go to Penn State. And then I thought, it's funnier if I just say Michigan because y'all are going to think I say Penn State, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. You got yeah, me. Yeah, that, that was very galaxy brain. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. I went, <laughs> I am in the lotus position with cosmic energy <laughs> from every pore, right? That's So I think Ohio State's a pretty good call because also there's a lot of you. You'll be really visible. I'm talking for the very... Very basic fan, not the sickos like us looking in the window and going, ha, 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 Sunbelt Wednesday. I disagree with this conclusion. Okay, that's good. Because I think there's, in a vacuum, 
what you're saying makes sense, but college football is not experienced in a vacuum. And if you decide, if we decide for this stranger, hey, you're an Ohio State fan now, we have now baptized them in to a subculture <clears throat> that may not fit their sense of themselves, their goals for who they want to be. We have yeah, now. What assi- if they're like, a good person? Right. <laughs> and now you've said you're like Buckeye guy. You you are the kind of person who would show up to a coach's funeral you don't know and sign the card. I think uh, one of them did. I don't remember which one. That, I don't that would remember be, this. No, oh, that yeah. would be that would be Buck that would be Buckeye guy. Yeah. Oh dear God. He yeah he showed up uninvited to some some Earl some, Earl Earl Bruce Earl Bruce's uh, Earl funeral? Bruce's funeral yeah yeah. I just listen. I'm not even mad. I just crave that level of self possession. Now, to be fair, obviously, Buckeye Guy is like an extreme end, but I think still, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't think Ohio State fandom is for everyone, and it's not for most people. And that's why. Thank God. That's why you only get like late night commercials for it. (laughs) (laughs) Does Does Ohio State fandom advertise on the ACC network? Probably <laughs> tactical fandom. <laughs> yeah, I think I like I'm thinking you want something that's going to be a little more like have a little bit less of a stigma, I think is what I'm saying. Like not that o- Ohio State is a bad thing, but it's a very well-defined thing and that doesn't necessarily okay. fit you. In the same way that like being a Miami fan is a very well-defined thing. We're being, you know, so I would say I'm leaning in a very different direction, and I'm thinking App State is an interesting way for somebody to come in because you're still going to get, um, <clears throat> you're still going to get a, a good, and interesting football team to root for. You're not going to get the playoff hunt in it, but like, <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest, that shit sucks. Like in in Ohio State's case, especially, it's not like making the playoff makes you happy. Half the time, it just makes you frustrated when you convince the world is turned against you. Half the time, you don't score any points, and that's the, mm. that's the other half, right? So, like, I don't think rooting for one of the biggest of the big boys is all that gratifying to somebody coming in brand new. So, if you're App State, you get the benefit of we're a good team. They also schedule pretty well, so you'll get to see some interesting. Um, you'll get to see some interesting non-conference opponents um you play in a conference that you can win that you should win frequently um and that means you're going to get to go to bowl games you know against interesting opponents and like ohio state you also have a rivalry with michigan so i think that's a lonely path man (laughs) i think that's a whole that's for the beginning that's a that's a a pull it's a lonely world look maybe app state is like too far in the other direction but you're like, I don't know, man. You're basically saying to, to somebody with if if somebody just popped out of the womb and you're like, you're an Ohio State fan now. It's like, well, okay, where where do I get the tattoo? Where's my accordion? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, most of the world's pretty basic. Okay. Is that it? That's the, that's it. That's all you've got. I think so a true. neck tattoo. Occasionally, occasionally, I try to speak normal, and it doesn't come out of my mouth well. But I think it's accurately said. But think most of our, the world's pretty basic. Look, I think by look, definition, it's very accurate. Here's my here's my final argument against Ohio State. 
think about all of the things that you have to be mad about if you are an Ohio State fan. You get mad about so many. Like it doesn't. You you're right. Yeah, you're, you're rooting on for, for a list of grievances. Yeah, you're you're essentially Spencer. You're telling this is like being born Catholic. Like, yes, the resources are there. Yes, the history is there. But you're going to be in such a bad mood all the time. Oh, you know what? You don't have to know anything. Somebody just knows like those Catholics. Things for you. Catholics right. don't Some... know anything. No, sit, right. stand, kneel, sit, stand, kneel. You're out in 45 <laughs> minutes. There, see, Ohio State football. Run, run, pass. That's same Army. thing. That's Army football out in 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's run, run. That's run, 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 run. Run 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 I just yeah I think I think you are putting somebody into a box that they may not be comfortable with and I think we should find something that is a little more welcoming and has like has more room for for an individual to get ported in and not have to be okay 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 Mister I'm bringing hiccup salad to the barbecue. What's hickama? <laughs> I'm sorry, hickama salad. It's it's more like never mind. I was gonna make a hick joke, but you're equating Appalachian fucking state with hickama salad. No, no, I was saying. Do you he's even making... know how many of our listeners are gonna know what you mean when you say hickama because it starts with a J? The, listen, who's I'm, the I'm hipster? Just... The pull of hickama salad for a joke <laughs> is in itself a hipster move. Wow. Extremely, from whence I know, from whence I speak. I'm just saying, fancy lad. I'm trying to translate to the like, you know, the common Volk here. Uh, no, you're not. Not with hickama yeah. salad. Do you know how many people are Ohio State fans and are just normal, basic folks? I'm telling you, a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, but they don't have the luxury. Like they are still of a community with the people who will go out and be like, I'm going to hold up a sign because Urban Meyer's been suspended for two and a half games. Like, those are Ohio State fans, too. You get lumped in. Lumped in? Lumped. All those lumps. All right, Jason... agree to disagree, clearly. Yeah, yeah. So we, 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 have, we have either Jason or Holly. Who would, who would prefer to tell first? Uh, I mean, I can go. I feel like I have a, uh, a few, and I think it depends on your level of commitment. Um, because Ohio State, it's a big commitment. You gotta, you gotta worry about football 365 days if you're an Ohio State fan. Um, if you're an App State fan, maybe it's down to a few months. If you're a Michigan fan, you know, still you gotta worry about it, but it's a different kind of worry. Um, Central Arkansas, which we have mentioned several times on this show, uh, I think had a good case going into the game against North Dakota State, North Dakota State's only game of the year, to have been participating in the FCS national title game based on being the very rare FCS team capable of holding a winning record at any point this season. They were 2-1. and one. That's insane. Uh, and Central Arkansas is going to keep going. Um, so if you like low-stakes football and a team that just is delighted to be here, Central Arkansas, if you take it up a level to the G5 level, SMU is very fun, very good. Or no, um, and you know, in a, in a functioning sport, would make a run at a playoff bid, but could be a terror in a uh, in the New Year's Six Bowl if we happen to make it that far. Um, I would say we could go all the way to BYU, but they're way too good, so let's dial it down and go with Ole Miss. Uh, oh, I thought I thought you were going to say Texas. No, not that. <laughs> far. We're, we're just going to Ole Miss. No, we, we've um, talked enough tonight about small schools that aren't. 
Because Ole Miss, uh, number five in yards per play. Very exciting, right? That's pretty fun. Uh, at the same time, Ole Miss in yards per play allowed is, scroll, 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 last. <laughs> Every play in an Ole Miss mm. game averages basically eight yards, no matter who is holding the football. Wow. You think that number is going to hold steady when Alabama is on the schedule wow. next? Let's ring up some numbers. <laughs> How did Jalen Waddle have a 140-yard touchdown pass reception? <laughs> Jesus. Pass and reception. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He ran He ran clear to the gift shop. <clears throat> okay. Um, I, by the way, I, was just, I just want to say Jason is the most sadistic among us because you're letting a stranger get themselves exposed to Ole Miss. Well, I mean, I don't expect you to. <laughs> this, no, this is, this is herd mentality, brother. Herd okay, immunity. Jake. Yeah, okay, I Jigsaw. Don't, I, don't think it's about, I don't think it's about like <laughs> Did adopting. Did you just call me Jigsaw? <laughs> no, I called Jason Jigsaw. Like, no, 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 no. It's fine. All they have to do is reach the saws across the room, and the other people will die, thus saving them. Jason Jigsaw Kirk. <laughs> well, it's less about we're not, you know, we're not advising you to attend the University of Mississippi or become an Ole Miss like lifelong fan. You know, it's just watching Ole Miss games and caring right. about what happens. It's, it's going to be a lot hit. of stupid shit. <laughs> who doesn't want to watch that i think i only have one addendum i uh, first of all i think i agree with jason's more than i agree with um spencer's and i will point out that by picking smu um and by me picking app state we have both picked home field schools and spencer did not because spencer's mm -hmm. a bad partner yeah we're the um, nascar drivers who are doing the doing the proper job during the press conference that's right mm. shouts out to mountain dew thanks um, sun, sun <laughs> <laughs> like aaron's aaron's rent to own the only addendum I'll add to Jason's is that by going with SMU and then leveling up to Ole Miss, this, whoever this mystery fan is, you better have a cocaine budget. And you better stick to it. <laughs> do you like to party? What do you mean by party, buddy? <laughs> also, level what up. Do you uh, mean? That was strictly in terms of conferences because uh, looking at the... Ratings. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Wait, cocaine down. ratings? Okay, what what, we have those? Uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. <laughs> this is one way in which Ole Miss is not quite wide enough. What do you think the C is for in Bill C? Ah. Yeah, S&P &S stands for snort and puff, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> snort and party. What are the lines for the weekend? Let's check them out. <laughs> Take a look snort at the, yeah. the parlay. Take a look at the <laughs> lines. Oh... That's I why blood is so energetic all the time. <laughs> I get, I I get the early lines on Sunday. I get the <laughs> <laughs> As soon as they come out, they send me the lines. Where's those fishing shirts because he's sweating through them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that line's going to move. Here comes the big money to hit that line hard. By Friday, that line will be toast. <laughs> now it's time to check the internet for price discrepancies that I can exploit. Ah! I've been hammering this line since Sunday. <laughs> I just love Jason being the pusher with Old Miss. No, one year won't hurt. You won't be hooked. <laughs> oh, no, it'll be fine. Push. There we go. Yeah. Um, well, Ooh. I don't think I have a less coked up choice. But <laughs> Boy. <laughs> but that shouldn't really come as a surprise to anyone. Uh, I would argue for this mystery fan, whether you're getting into college football because uh, the regular sports that you like to watch are not on television or because you're just home more often than you were 
the in the before times, but I would argue that in 2020 especially, and for a lot of national college football fans who are not overburdened with worldly wealth to be able to shuttle back and forth to all these games and whatnot, picking a college football team cold isn't so much about the football as it is about the experience. And I speak from a little bit of experience myself because I went through very briefly a stint where I was trying to pick a baseball team in 2007. And I consulted a friend of mine who was uh, a baseball writer. I had just moved to Los Angeles and all I knew was that I didn't want to be an angels person uh, because those, those people are mall people and they terrify me. And she said, well, okay, you need to consider a few basic parameters. You want a national brand. Like it doesn't have to be a UCLA or a Notre Dame, but If you're going to be a fan of this team, it needs to be something that you don't have to shell out for the God-tier cable package to get, right? You want it to be fairly easy entry uh, into being able to watch this team on a regular basis. You also want a fan base that is not going to piss and moan at you being a sidewalk alum because you want people who are just happy to join the party. You guys with me so far? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like they don't they don't have to be unrowdy. You don't want to like sidle up to a, you know, a group of just placid Boston College fans like, "Hey guys, what's happening? Would anyone like a vegan chai latte?" But you know, nor do you want to, as Ryan said, jump directly into the deep end with the Miami fans because A, cocaine budget, and B, that's very 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 specific. And you want to start with a more generalized kind of good time fan before you move into these more niche groups to that end i would suggest two teams and i'm astonished one of you guys hasn't brought them up so far uh the first one of these is boise state if you Ooh. are if you are into uh if, if you're into rooting for an underdog here is a set of grudges that you can adopt that are while they're not necessarily friendly because Lord knows boys, he has been fucked over enough times. Uh, they're easy to root for, right? You know, it's, it's not known for being a particularly toxic swath of human beings. Uh, their games are on late at night. And when you're rooting against something bad that is happening to Boise, you're generally rooting against the larger power structures of college football, which can only be good for you as a human being on balance. Uh, The second team, if you are interested in a team that technically could, though probably won't play for a national championship, but also is not going to get too worked up about that because, again, this is supposed to be fun. Uh, Brothers and sisters, what can I do but invite you to consider Arizona State? It's pretty good. That's a pretty good answer. Yeah, my only my only tweak on that would be the Pac-12 network <laughs> is kind of hard to find sometimes. But sometimes that's a blessing. Counterpoint. Isn't it? Counterpoint. Arizona State tends to end up on these late night games on the big networks. Yeah, that's true. Arizona that's true. Also, State has real. Also, you want a Friday their, night team. <laughs> all their games are also thirteen to eleven, and who doesn't like a mm-hmm. close thriller? I think there is one also, chaos answer still here. I think you could just say Auburn. You could just say, <laughs> just go be an Auburn fan. Because that way, at the very least, like everything we're, we've described is sort of like 
<clears throat> trying to give people a pathway that we think will be predictable. But what if we just abandoned that and said the whole point of doing this is that you're getting involved in something that you can't control that changes wildly uh, week to week and that is often inexplicable. And like, okay. if you're if you're gonna feel that way, just go be an Auburn fan. There's some evidence for this because Stephen Fry, in his series on America, goes to the Iron Bowl when it's hosted at Auburn. He's completely taken by the experience, overwhelmed, just a very welcoming. They face paint him, and he's like, "Oh, they have lemonade," and is so completely. Uh, just floored by the Auburn experience that I could see this working on a total outsider. But I will also say, I think Arizona State for the outsider would be a very compelling experience because if I took somebody who knew nothing about America and immediately dropped them in Tempe, Arizona on game day, I think they would get the entire manual to this nation in about three pages worth of very concise and accurate information. What if we compromise? House divided Auburn, Arizona State doormat. <laughs> I mean, that just screams, oh, you used to be in pharmaceuticals, right? But then a thing happened, and you're not allowed to do that anymore. I love Jesus and and Adderall. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I love Jesus, but I snort a little. (laughs) Well, now we're back to SMU. Shit. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I have yet to to think of a better pick than SMU. Yeah. For all of our... For all of our over reasons. I think like, I, I, I don't I don't know. I kinda like selling people an old miss because what's more American than hey, just make a down payment on this. Now you're in for life. <laughs> I mean Where where Auburn has the edge here in this is that if you jump directly into Auburn and claim to be a lifelong Auburn fan, they will know you are bullshitting. But because they are so wrapped up in there, oh, we're just church folks, you know, they have to be nice to you. Sure. Also, and- yeah, also super, super boom and bust too, right? Like, how you mm-hmm. doing this year? Woo, we're in the money. Couldn't be better. <laughs> Two years later, it's and like, also, oh, dear God, please give day, me a dollar. Man, you in a new city? Have you just moved to Atlanta? Do you need to make friends? Walk up to someone in an Auburn shirt in the grocery store. I don't care what year it is. I don't care if it's 2020, whatever. Pick a week. Walk up to somebody in an Auburn shirt at Kroger and go, man, they got to get rid of Gus. Friend for life. (laughs) The way I think about it is college football is kind of like a casino in that you can go different places and your odds will change accordingly. So Spencer, Ohio State, that's like playing the craps table. When it's fun, it's really fun. But when it's not fun, it, it sucks pretty hard. And... Like, there is an expectation that you are there, hopefully, to make some money. Some, you know, being a Vanderbilt fan, since that was the other one, like, that's penny slots, where it's like, I'm here, I'm here to spend time, and hopefully, I will get like a free sprite out of the experience. Ultimately, like, not aiming that high or that low, just want to like get out intact. Every other school is like something in between. Um, but Auburn, Auburn is like when the casino starts a new game and you go, you're like, I've never heard of this game. I don't know the rules. I don't Auburn know the odds. Blackjack switch. Yeah. Like, here's a thousand dollars. I'm going to put it down here. Let's see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what should happen. I don't know if I'm being cheated. That's the Auburn experience. Also, one last argument in favor of Auburn that I think is the clincher. 
Who's got the biggest TV? Wow. And home field school. Back to that. So Auburn and Arizona State. Auburn and Arizona State have never uh, never faced each other. Tragic. Really? Yeah. It's uh it's called missionary work, Auburn. <laughs> maybe you should Yeah. Maybe maybe pay you. a ten- pay a trip to uh to ungospeled peoples. You um, should have learned about it in church if you were paying attention. You'd actually <laughs> attended once in a while. Uh, Pac-12 I, I know versus I sure SEC did. games. I, I certainly did. I don't know about Auburn. Um, so mm. Pac-12 versus SEC games. Very rare. Very difficult to arrange a bowl game between those. But uh, the Vegas Bowl, going forward, that is an SEC versus Pac-12 game. So Auburn. Let's do it. You can Not only can you evangelize to the literal devils, you can do it in the city of sin. Now, this is a test of faith. Are you up for it, Auburn? <laughs> Are you? Will you put your yes on the table and go to the Las Vegas Bowl? <laughs> the royal purple, like the robes of the <laughs> king of kings himself. <laughs> the mechanically lubricated royal purple <laughs> Las Vegas <laughs> Bowl. <laughs> Jesus was the original mechanic because he fixes the valves in your heart. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And just like Auburn, you go into a casino, and you're like, there are a lot of wild animals here. They don't all match the theme. <laughs> God, I hope Florida faces Arizona State in that game because it would be like, at last, oh, bro. <laughs> Ryan Lochte, meet Ryan Lochte. Oh, my God. They're ha- oh, no. They got each other pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got married. Everyone, Everyone got, married. got married. Let's see. Florida, and divorced. <laughs> Florida, Arizona State have also not met. So Vegas Bowl, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a well, Florida, really time. Florida, Arizona State scheduled a home and home. Did they? Oh, yeah. That happened in the before time, as my daughter would say, before the germ. Oh, yeah. So that'll definitely happen. And look what happened. Florida and Arizona <laughs> State scheduled a game, and immediately the plague was like, the shine's in, let's go. Yeah, China was like, no way, no. <laughs> we can't let this much greatness accumulate in one place. America will become too powerful <laughs> when the bronze beat the bronzers. <laughs> Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. 